Approximately 63% of the way down, Tes Vavam Beis, there's a new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Chamisha Tamen Mechamisha Muadin, colon. There are five, I guess we're going to have five examples of an animal that's Tam, and five examples of a uh, Muad. And uh, we're going to slice and dice this Mishnah when we get to the Gemara a few different ways. So uh, let's just read it the way the uh, Mishnah presents it. Colon Habahema. An animal, Eina Muedes, if it's not Muad, meaning it's Tam, so it's not Muad, and here's a list of five. Number one, Loi Ligach, not to gore, Loi Ligach, not to body slam or body push. Uh, number three, Loi Lashoch, not to uh, bite. Number four, Loi Lirvoitz, not to crouch down on something. And number five, Loi Livoit, not to kick. All these are uh, Karen and told us of uh, Karen, and they would pay, yeah. Uh, Half Nezik, those are the five uh, Tom examples. Slash. Let's uh, number uh, these now, numbers uh, one through five. Number one, Ha-Shein, Mu'edes Le'echol, is considered Mu'ed to eat at Esar Uila, things that are fitting for it. Number two, Ha-Regel, the animal's uh, walking, and it's uh, just regular way of walking over things. It could uh, walk, is Mu'edes. That's considered Mu'ed for full damage. Is Lish for Baderachi Lucha. To smash things as it goes on its norm on its uh, walking way. Number three, a uh, shore ha muad. Um, okay, obviously that's a shore that had gored uh, three times or body uh, checked uh, three times or crouched down. All these examples that were Tom the first five are uh, if it happened three times it becomes a muad. Number four, vishor ha mazik nizak, and an ox that damages in the uh, domain of the. Uh, one who was damaged, and finally number five, Ha Adam. Period. Now here is a list of other um, animals that are dangerous: a zave, a wolf, ari, lion, dove, bear, namer, leopard, bartolase is uh, some sort of cat. We'll see in the Gemara. Uh, clarify that. And finally, a nachash, a snake. Hooray, lemuadin. Those are animals that are muad. Kama. We box down Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar, tarbut. If they are domesticated, uh, those animals, Enan Muadin, they're not considered Muad, Vahanachash Muad a snake, however, is um, Muad, that you have to assume it do damage, always. Says the Gemara, uh, we're going to try to figure out who would be the Tana who would have authored our Mishnah. Well, Midikatani, I put three words in right angles, Hashain Muadis Le'echol. That was uh, what we had called number one in the list of what we think are the uh, Muadin. So Hashain said it's Muad Le'echol. Michlal, now where is that taking place? Uh, there's no Chiv of Shain if you're in the Shusarabim, if you're animal eat something. Rather, Michlal de Bechatzer Hanizak, Haidanalan Chatzer Hanizak, Haskinan. Okay, so it must be that the uh, place where it's taking place, this uh, mission is discussing, is in the Chatzer of the Nizak. Kamavikatani, and it had said earlier in the Mishnah, here is a three-word quote, Behema Ina Muedes. That's the way it introduced that uh, Behema is not Muad, which would mean connector, Lishalem Kule, to pay like full damages of Al Chatzinezik, and I dot online Chatzinezik, Mishtalemes. So, hmm, we're in the Chatzinezik, apparently there's Chatzinezik. Who would that be? Money? Who would that be? Question mark. Well, the Rabbanon. I double the Rabbanon. He because they're the ones who hold that there's such a thing as a chatzin nezek in the Rishus Hanizak. Meshuna Karen. Karen is very unusual. Bechatzer when it takes place in the uh, uh, property in the uh, uh, area owned by the Nizak, the one who's damaged. Because chatzin nezek it pays half damages. 
Okay, so um, as we're reading through the Mishnah, it seems to be that it would be the Rabbanan. However, Ema Seifa, uh, keep reading in the uh, Mishnah. Uh, here's a quote. goes for about uh, seven, eight words. Um, it was starting where we had number three and number four. So number three on the list of what we believe are Mu'adim is a Shorha Mu'ad. That's definitely Mu'ad. And then comma, the next category, which I dot underline these four words, the Shorha Mazik Bereshus Hanisa. And now, even though we just mentioned a shore muad, here's another shore, and I wrote above it. It must be Tom, must be a shore Tom, because otherwise we already mentioned a shore muad. This must be a shore Tom. Hamas does damage in the Rishus Hanizak, which is apparently what we thought the earlier mission was talking about. Veha Adam. And this was uh, listing off things that there would be a full damages having to be paid. Well, who would say Nezik Shalom for a Tom in the Rishos HaNizak? Asan, that would be Rabbi Tarfin, a double and of Tarfin, Da'amar. He's the one who holds that, uh, yeah, Meshuna Karen. Karen's very unusual in many ways. Bechatzer HaNizak, Nezik Shalom, Hudem Shalom, full damages. Well, then who's the author of our Mishnah? Seems like there's two. Reish Rabbanon, Vesefer Rabbi Tarfin, question mark? Is that what we should say? And the Gemara here, it's very similar to the Gemara we had a few days ago. This one, however, is going to have four different approaches. Number one is here, uh, a line later. I put a number two in the margin. If you slide over to Tess Zainam Aleph, about uh, nine, ten lines down, first word of line is Mishalem. Uh, in the middle of that line, or the second word of the line is an L-I squeal under that. That's a number three. And about seven, eight lines later, first word of line is Ketzad. The next word is L-I squeal under that, Ella, and put a number four. So here are uh, four ways to understand our Mishnah, because it seems uh, it's a little bit uh, to say that the Reisha is um, the Rabban and the Seder of Tarfin. Well, no it's not. Shall we say the Reisha Rabban and the Seder of Tarfin back in the Gemara? One line from the bottom, two lines from the bottom. In, that's right, to Amarle, and I put number one over here, I half-box Shmuel. Shmuel told his star student review to Shinina, a sharp one. Shvaik mas nisin leave aside the challenges of the Mishnah. Follow me, Reisha Rabbanan. The Sefer of Tarfin, as much as we don't want to say that, that is what uh, uh, Shmuel, how Shmuel understood the Mishnah. Kama. Rebel Lazarmish made the Rav, a half-box Ravin. He's a second approach, says, actually, Kula Rebbe Tarfin, he... The entirety of the Mishnah is Rebbe Tarfin. Now, it wasn't a problem saying that we, we had called the Seifa as Rebbe Tarfin. We just have to figure out how is it the Reisha could be Rebbe Tarfin. The Reisha is Bechatzar. What we're going to do is we're going to make it one of these um, unique Chatzeros uh, where they're sort of like jointly owned, but each party has different rights. So it's the damage happened in a Chatzar Miuchedes Leperos. So it's unique in that one of the two parties, the one who actually was damaged, had rights to bring his peros in. We'll go again with the Taisis Girsa, like we did uh, um, a couple days ago. And neither one can bring a shore in. In which case then, colon to the gabe shane, I squiggle underline shane. When it comes to shane, havila chatzranizak, because the truth is, one of the two of them had the right to bring in their Peros. Vulagabe Karen. I squiggle learning Karen. However, as far as Karen sins, neither of them had the right to bring in their um, uh, shore, Havya, Rishusram. It's like a regular Rishusarabim, where everyone has the right to bring their stuff into. Period. I'm Rav Kahana. So Rav Kahana tells us, Amrisa, I said this over the Shmais of this teaching, the way we just uh, described it the last uh, seven, eight lines. In the presence, Kamedrav's Vid Minahardal, Kamav Amrali. And he said to me the following. Essentially, this is sort of like a uh, question. 
on the Gemara's number two approach. Me, I can even marked a long question marking in the margin from here, going down about five lines till the first word line is Mishale. So me, Matzis, Mukmisla, Kriptarfin, really? You want to say that the whole mission is Kriptarfin? Well, there's a problem with that. Because Ha Kitani, here's a quote from the um, Mishnah. It goes from here to the end of the line. I put the right angles in. Hashen Muedes. Now, Muad, when it's talking about Shane, talking about anything really, uh, indicates full payment. Nezek Shalim. So Hashen is Muedes. Lechol es Haruila. To eat that which is fitting for it to eat. Hmm. Okay, let's make a deal from that. Ra'uila, if it's fitting for it to eat, like, you know, fruit or vegetables or things like that that animals normally eat in, that's where there'd be a full damage payment. Kamashane, ra'uila. But if it's, like, not fitting for it to eat, like, I don't know, some guy's jacket or Bob's scarf or something like that, low, apparently not. It wouldn't be a full anesic shalim. It would be mishuna. It would be like a chatzinesic payment. Now, the Yurub Tarfin, if this is going according to Tarfin, isn't he the one who said that Ha'amar, Mishuna Karen Bechatzar Nizak, Nezek Shalim Mishalim, there should be full damages. So, how could it be that the Diuk would indicate there'd be partial damages? Does not sound like this is Reptarfin. Ella? It must be the Mishnah is a different authorship. I squiggle in the Ella. This is the third approach, La'ilam. Rabbanan he. Really? The whole Mishnah is the Rabbanan. Now, we had the Rabbanan being okay in the ratio, it was just when the Seifa came along. How are we going to say that the, the Mishnah is the Rabbanan with the Seifa? Well, what we're going to do is the following. This is the first major doctoring up of the uh, Mishnah that we have to say was the understanding in the Torah Shabal Peh of this Mishnah. The Chasuri Mechserah. It's actually lacking some important information in the actual words of the Mishnah, but it was always understood, at least according to this approach, that this was the tradition. Here's a rereading for about two lines and two words of the Mishnah. So the Mishnah started out saying, Chamisha Tamin Hain, and then I put a dot, dot, dot. And it listed off the Hamisha Tamin. Now, here's what we're going to add in. I squiggle and line these four words. Ve'im, huadu, chameshtan. Those same five things that if they became muad, if it had, let's say, gourd three times or bitten three times or any of those, then they become muadim. That is the end of the introduction of there were five toms and five muads. Now, when there's another list that goes on that lists another five things, starting with Shane Muadis, that is different. That, that, unlike the previous list of Karen or Karen-related uh, told us, um, Shane and Regal are Muad from the onset. Really? Where is it that Shane and Regal are going to be like full damages to the uh, the owner of them? Oh, that's where the damage took place. In a uh, domain that is the damager's, the, the one who was to damage his domain. Okay, so uh, basically then Karen, Bershus and Isaac, is not considered a Muad Mitzchlas and only Shane Verego. Okay, the problem with that is Mask of the Ravina. Ravina attacks that and says, well, Ha Ketani Likaman. Uh, well, it says later on, and uh, note the side of your Gemara probably says, Chaf Dalit Amud Beis. Uh, it's a mission over there. In, uh, about uh, oh seven eight nine days from now, it says over there. Uh, quote Shor Hamazik Bereshus Hanizak Ketzad. Okay, so Shor Hamazik Bereshus Hanizak Ketzad. So it's already asking like how so. That's the end of the right angle. That's the end of the quote from the mission over there in Chavdal and Rabbeizi. That we're basically already discussing it. The mission is talking about Karen. Then it would make sense that it would say, well, how so? Because we were discussing Karen. Oh no, we weren't talking about Karen at all. Then my Ketzad. 
how could the Shor Mazbushus and Isaac? How could you say Kate said if we weren't talking about Karen and then go on to describe Karen? Ella, so I squeal under the Ella. This is the fourth and final approach to Gemara presents Ella Amar Ravina. And here I put a diamond around Ravina's name and I put an A in the margin to indicate this is Lushan A. About 10, 11 lines later, last word line is De Ramu. I put a B in the margin and circled it. And three lines below that, last word line is Chasuri. Right before this Ravina, I put another diamond around Ravina. So we're going to have two Lashinas in the way uh, Ravina wants us to understand the Mishnah. Here's the first. Um, Here's a rereading. This is quite a rereading. It goes for um, basically five lines. And so we're going to doctor up a little bit more the Mishnah. So the Mishnah starts out, Chamisha Tamin, there's five Tamin Hain. And it lists them off, and it says im huadu if they you know any of those happen three times chameshtan muadim they become muadim, kama. Now, then we go on to say shein and regel. Unlike these Karen things that we were just discussing, the shein regel muadim mitzchilasan. Oh, those are muad from the onset, kama. And now the way we understand this next part of the rish. Uh, um, uh, Mishnah, is that going back on what we had just said, that there's five toms, and if they become muad, they're muads, zehu shor ha-muad. That would be the shor muad, and that's the, uh, what we had as the third case in the second part of the Mishnah. Kama, the shor ha-mazik, berishus ha-nizak, that is what we had listed as number four in the second list, a, a shor ha-mazik in the rishus ha-nizak, oh, that's a machlokos of tarif and rabbanan, whether there is a chatsi nezik or nezik shalim in that karen type of damage. Kama. And then the Mishnah continues and says, Yish, Muadim, there's other Muads, Acherim, Kiyetzebel, that are similar, like a Zev, Ari, Dov, Bartolis, Neymar, and Nahash. That's the end of the rereading of our Mishnah. Now, that's quite a rereading, and interestingly enough, um, Tanya Namihelchi, the Gemara, uh, which I guess they didn't know about at the time of Ravina, which is quite uh, something, as he's right at the end of the, if it's the same Ravina, it's at the end of the uh, period of the Amalirayim. But anyway, here's a price that basically says word for word exactly what Ravina said. I boxed it off. It goes all of five words plus a line. Chamisha tam and hain. It's five uh, type of tam uh, damages. V'im huadu. And if any of them are mua, they happen uh, three times and get warned each time. Chameshtan. Then they become muadim. Kamavayshen v'regel. Eating or just walking. Those are considered muad mitzilasan. Kama. V'zehu shor hamuad. Now, going back on what we had said on the Muadin, the Chamish Muadin line earlier, that's the case of Shor Muad. Kama. And then, Shor Hamazik, Brishus Hanizak. Ooh, well, is that a full damage? Does it have to be paid? Or half damages? That's the Machlok Subtarf and Verabanan. Kama Vigesh Muadin Acherim. There's other Muadin, similar to the ones that we were listing earlier. Kyotzebelu, Zave, Wolf, Ari, Lion, Dove, Bear, Neymar, um, some sort of cat, some sort of dangerous. Cat, maybe a leopard, bardalace, which we'll see what that is, and a nahash. That's the end of the brisa. Ika derami la mirma. I squeal around the ika derami la mirma. This would be the B lushan in Ravina coming and telling us things. So, in this uh, approach, we bring out the two Tanaic sources and, and show that there seems to be a, a steer, a contradiction. So it's not. On the one hand, our Mishnah that we started this year with says, there's a forward quote, right angles, Chamisha Tamim Chamisha Muadim. Okay. Asks the Gemara, then really? That's all? There's only five? Vesuleika? The Haika? What about? And we even have listed in our Mishnah. The Zev, the Ari, the Dove, the Neymar, the Bartolis, and the Nagash. 
Umishani, and it's answered none other than, that's right, Amar Ravina, we put a diamond in Ravina's name, that the Mishnah, Chasuri Mechzara, and this is another rereading of the Mishnah, this one takes us till the end of the, uh, the f- last word on the wider lines, uh, this is a Nachash, and then uh, two dots, that would be the end of the rereading. So here's the rereading, and it, Quite similar to the beginning. Now, here's the three words we'll add in. We squiggle underline them. Oh, the mission itself is to be understood that it's now giving a list of other animals that are muad from the onset. Similar to like the first list. And that list would be a Zevari, Dovnim, Bartolais, and Nahash. That's the. Uh, End of the rereading of the Mishnah, and we move on. The Mishnah had said, Veloy Lirboitz, an animal is not assumed uh, to uh, crouch down on something and destroy it. We're going to have three Lashinus of this little uh, piece. Each one is going to be uh, different Lashin in what Rebbe Lazar said. I put a number one in the margin here, three lines later. First words on the line are Rebbe Lazar. I put a number two in the margin, and three lines below that. First word on the line is Ika. I put a number three in the margin. So here we go, Veloy Lirboitz. I'm a Rebbe Lazar. We underline Rebbe Lazar. Loishanu, that uh, Ravitsa crouching down on something is considered a tolda, a, uh, like a, a, a subcategory of Karen Ella Pachem Gedolim. That's only for large vessels if it uh, sets down and breaks them. Aval Pachem Ketanim, if it's little guys, like little utensils, Orche Hu. It, that's its normal way. And if it's its normal way, it takes it out of the realm of Karen and makes it uh, Regel like. Okay, Lema Misayele. Should we say the following snake source then would be a support to this Rebelezer approach? The snake source goes for a line and two words and starts here. And it says a Be'ema Mu'edes is considered Mu'ad for, uh, this is basically Regal, Lahala Kedarka, uh, just sort of walking along Lashaver, uh, and it might uh, crush things. Ule Ma'ech unto Smush. And what might it smush? Uh, three in our list here. Uh, number one, S. Adam. Number two, S. Be'ema. Number three, S. Hakelim. Hmm. Okay, that's the end of the snake source. I dot underline Kalim, and what we see here is there's some types of Kalim that are actually, uh, it would be Muad for. Well, answers the Gemara, this would not necessarily be a support, because maybe that which we're talking about over here is Dilma Min Hatsad, not directly on top of it, uh, crouching down on it, but rather smushing it sort of uh, on the side as it's walking along. Ikadamri, I squiggle it on the Ikadamri and underline Rebelazar. In this second Lushan, Rebbe Lazar says, Lo tema pachem gedolim hu delav orche. Don't say that for like big uh, utensils, it's not its normal way. Well, pachem ketanim is orche hu. Ela filu pachem ketanim, even the little ones, not me. Lav orche hu, it's not its normal way. Okay, well, one second then. Mesve, uh, we have this snake source that uh, said that an animal is considered uh, muedes to do what? Um, and I put writings in over here. Lemai chasa adam vesabahema vesha. Kalim, which is essentially the um, second half of the above price that we had before. And and what does that seem to indicate? That it does, it is considered a muad to uh, squish Kalim. Amra Belazar, well, not necessarily is this an issue, because Dilma, maybe what's talking about over there, is I mean, Hatsad is sort of like, let's say it's a narrow walkway, and it just kind of walking through, and there's a little uh, utensil there, maybe on the wall, that it smushes and crushes and breaks. Ika Duramila Mirma, squiggling on the Ika. This would be the third Lushan of the same point that was uh, made in the first two Lushanis by Rebel Lazar. Ika Duramila Mirma. It's not on the one hand. The Mishnah seems to say, there's a, two words in right angles. This is a quote from the Mishnah, below Lear Bites. And it's not 
uh, 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 considered uh, normal for it to crouch down and uh, smush something. Ah, I've got tiny, but we have a brisa that seems to indicate otherwise. The brisa goes for seven words, says, Adam, to smush a person, vesa behema vesa kalim. How do you answer that? Comes along in the third uh, Lashen. Amra Belazer, we know his name like Kasha. It depends. Kan the Mishnah is Bepachim Gedolim. Kan the Brisa is Bepachim Ketanim. The Mishnah continued and listed off, uh, sounds like a uh, the Africa section in the zoo, but a Zave, Ari, etc. And one of the things that listed off near the end was a Bartolace. Ask the Gemara, what is a Bartolace? Well, Amra Yud, it's a Nafriza. Can you use the Gemara? Well, what's a Nafriza? Amra Yosef, I struggled with Yosef, it's a Afa. Some sort of cat like dangerous creature. Okay, uh, Mesve. However, there is a Tanaic source that we're going to now bring. There seems to be a bit of a question on that. Uh, this Tanaic source goes less than a line, about two-thirds of a line. We box it off. That it would also include a Tzavua in that list of uh, animals. And even the snake. Okay, so we know what a snake is. What's a savua? Connector of Amar, none other than the same Rav Yosef who just spoke a line ago. He circled Rav Yosef. He says, you know what a savua is? It's an alpha. No, one second. Uh, how could it be a alpha, a savua, if that was what a nafrasa was, which is what the Bartolace was? Well, says uh, the Gemara Kasha. There's two types of savuas. Uh, one is the male, one is the female. Kambitzvua Zachar, the male one, with Kambitzvua Nekeva. De Sanya, that you see even have a precedent for uh, this. Uh, this Tanaic source is a bit difficult to understand, but uh, I'll read it. It goes for about three and a half lines and starts here. Savua Zachar, a male Savua, Lachar Sheva Shanim. After seven years, Nasa Atalev becomes, I think an Atalev is usually a bat. Atalev Lachar Sheva Shanim, Nasa. Uh, Arpad becomes an Arpad, whatever that is, maybe also another type of bat, I'm not sure. An Arpad, Kimush, becomes some sort of other creature, but doesn't seem like it's a flying one. A Kimush, after seven years, Nase Chuch becomes a, I think it's a, like a thorn bush. And a Chuch, Nase Shade, it becomes a, a demon. Uh, Kama. By the way, Shaladam, the spinal column, I guess, of a human being, after seven years, Nasa Nachash becomes a Nachash. That's only if, however, if you didn't bow properly during the Shmona Esra Bracha of Modim. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Okay, Amar Mar, we go back to something we had said earlier, the uh, phrase that we quoted about five lines ago. Six lines ago, I put right angles in. Rabbi Roimer Afat Savua, the rose included Savua, and Rabbi Elazar Imer Afan Nachash. Now, Afan Nachash implies that according to Rabbi Lazar, the other ones are also Muadin, and also the Nachshas are Muad. Really, that's what Rabbi Lazar holds, Anansnan, but we have a quote from the Mishnah, almost two lines, put the right angles in. It says, Rabbi Lazar, remember, is Manshehin Bene Tarbut, if they are domesticated animals, Einan Muadim, Hanachash, Muad, forever. Sounds like that's the only one, but yet we had Rebbe on the top line seemingly saying that they're all Muad. Well, it's me. So what you have to do is to say, uh, instead of Rebbe on the top line saying Afanachash, rather just Rebbe Nachash. Okay, like without the Af. Leave the Af word uh, out. Period. Amar Shmuel. I circled Shmuel. If you have a lion in the Rishos Harabim, and there's two ways that it could attack an animal. It could attack an animal by A, daras, which Rashi explains here means that it didn't kill the animal. It basically just like 
took a bite out of it. Uh, so Daras Va'achal, the um, owner of the lion would be Potter, um, because, why would it be Potter? Because um, that's the normal way that a lion eats that way, and it's basically then uh, Shane, and Shane versus Robin, he's Potter for. A comma, B, Taraf Achal, uh, Taraf is to tear it apart and have it die, and then he ate it, uh, he would be Chayev, because it's unusual, it's not the normal way, and it becomes a tolda of Karen, uh, in which case there would be a Chiv, Chatzinezek. Uh, Colon, now let's go over each point. A, Daras Vachal Pater, I underline Daras Vachal Pater, Kevan de Orche Le Midras, since it's normal for it to uh, Midras, which we're translating as um, not to kill the uh, animal necessarily, Havile, um, Kemosha achla peris virakos. Oh, it's just similar like if it was eating some apples or veggies that a person had to have a shane brishos arabim, and therefore would be putter. Comma. Whereas, taraf, I put a B above this, taraf lavor chehu, to kill it uh, first um, is not the normal way. And lememra, that's coming to teach us a trefa lav orchehu. Now, Really? Lememra? Is that to say that uh, trefa is not the normal of the animal? We're going to have a pasuk in uh, Nahum Bey's Perik uh, Bey's pasuk Yud Gimel uh, Vaxiv, but this pasuk seemingly saying that it is the normal way to tear it apart. It says, Aryeh Toyref, he used the word Toyref, Bidei Geiresav, the Aryeh, the lion, will tear apart uh, for its cubs. Okay. Well, the Gemara answers, yeah, that's right. It doesn't say it's tear apart from itself for its cubs. might be different. Bishvil Guraisov. Wow, what about this? The puzzle continues there, a two-word, quote, Umechanek Lelivyoisov, and it uh, it strangles its uh, prey for uh, its uh, female uh, companion. Well, right, it's not for it, it's for its female companion, Bishvil Lelivyoisov. Another three words in the puzzle, Vayimale, Teref, Chayrav, it fills up uh, animals that it had torn apart. Um, in its uh, in its domicile in its den, well, again, that's again not for it, but bishvil chayrav. Uh, two more words in the pasuk: noisav trefa, and its um, its abode is trefa. Bishvil noisav, basically for its 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 domicile, its place of living, but not uh, for it itself. Immediately, period. I vahatanya believe a brisa goes for the rest of these two lines, and seems to indicate otherwise. It says vechein haya. Uh, similarly, a chaya, which is a undomesticated, like a wild animal, that goes into the courtyard of the one who's damaged. Tarfa behemav achla basar. Let's say it uh, rips apart an animal and eats the meat mishalem. And here we go. We squiggle underline nezek shalem. It has to pay a nezek shalem. Now, where is it? It's in the chatzar ha nizak. And it's paying a nezek shalim. That must be that it's its normal way to do that. In which case, it's a tolda of Shane. And the Rosh Hashanah would be Potter. So what's going on over here? Explains the Gemara Hachamayaskin. The case here is where the animal, true, he was tarfa, he was tarfa leha niach. Well, he tore it apart and killed it because he, the animal wanted to uh, store it away for later use. Really? But the snake source up above says... Like black on white, huh? One word, right angles, akla, and the right angles, katani. It says he uh, ate it. Well, yeah, bishanim lechava akla, and as he tore it apart because he wanted to leave it, and then, ooh, he was thinking to himself that that looks really good, and he started eating it. Ask the Gemara one second. 
we're reading into the mind of the animal? And how in the world do we know that his original intention was that he wanted to store it away and then he ate some of it? Vaidin further to Shmuel Nami. If that's what you're saying, then maybe Shmuel on the uh, fourth line is also that that's the case, that the animal changed its mind. And we don't say that. Amar of Nachmar Yitzhak, underline his name, the Bryce that we had about five, six lines ago, which we thought was one case. It was a chaya that goes into the Chatzar and Isaac, tears apart an animal and eats the meat. No, no, no. Actually, it's two cases. Let's stud in Kitani. That's the Gemara's term for that there's two different cases going on. It was taught very tersely. It kind of looked like one case. was actually two. And it's like this. Colon. So if you have a chaya that goes into the Chatzar and Isaac, Shetarfa, and it tears apart one of the Nizak's uh, local anim- uh, owned animals, Tarfa here means Tarfa equals Lehaniach. That's just like what we had thought, that when the animal is terrified, he's terrified to uh, store it away. Lehaniach, comma. Oh, and I double under the O, Darsa. And now, it didn't say this, we didn't think it saw this in the price, but this is a way to understand it, that if it wants to be Deirais, uh, doesn't kill the animal, Ve'achla, there, Mishlam is Nezek Shalim. That's one approach. Ravina, who I underlined, Amar, Ravina is a second approach that really, it is its normal way to uh, tear apart the animal and eat it right then and there. Kikamar Shmuel, when Shmuel said his thing, he was talking about an Ari Tarbut, a domesticated, a trained lion. Valiba, Drabalazar, Damar, he's the one who says, Lav, Orche, it's not its normal way. Well, then one second. Ihachi. If it's a case of like a, a tarbut, a domesticated animal, then even if it is dairis it, the, uh, the, the victim, it should also be chayev. Ella, deravina, lav, ashmul itmar, ella, amasnisa. Uh, the same Ravina, who a few lines ago had, had said uh, the qualification, is actually not going on Shmuel, rather on the Tanaic source, namely, Kitani Masnisa, when the Tanaic source up above, about 10 lines ago, had said, Be'ari um, Tarbus, uh, that we're talking about a, a domesticated lion, Valibid Rebelazar, Da'amar, Lav Orche, who would say it's not its normal way. Well, then one sec, if it's not a normal way, things that are not normal, that are damages, uh, you have to pay half damages. Well, this is more de-e-oid. It actually became a muad because it was warned. Well, then one second. Uh, if that is, it's been um, warned to be a muad, my high dictani lagabe told her to shame. Why, why would it be taught uh, as a secondary uh, action from Shane, Gabi told us that Karen boy Shlumi, it should be taught with a told of Karen? Answers the Gemara. Yeah, that is a quite difficult, so we're not going to say it, but Kasha. Says the Mishnah, Mabain Tam Lemuad, what are uh, the differences between uh, those two? Tam, if it causes damages, has to pay Chatinezek, half damages, Migufoy, up until, but not over the value of the damaging animal. Kama Umuad, Mishalim Nezek Shalim in Aliyah. The animal's Muad and does damage. Sorry, Charlie, the owner of that animal has to pay no matter what, no matter how much, uh, even if it's more than the value of the animal did the damage. Okay, says the Gemara Mai. Uh, Aliyah. Um, what is that referring to? Uh, in the Mishnah, we, we said, let's say the um, shore that did the goring isn't worth the damages. 
So his name What it means is that the one who has to pay up here has to pay with the choicest of his assets. similarly, it says, uh, about uh, King Chizkiyahu, he lied down. This is the lashon of where he passed away with his forefathers. And they buried him in the uh, the uh, upper ramps. Uh, that's how we'll translate Mala for now, of the uh, burial places of these uh, uh, offspring, the uh, children of David. That word that we had literally a line ago, says that means uh, along with the choicest members of his um, ancestral family. Who would they be? The first original kings of Malchus Yehuda, David, and Shlomo. Kama. The uh, Pasuk by King Asa says, and buried him in the uh, burial section that had been dug out for, uh, that they had dug out for him. Where was that? So they laid him down in the uh, laying down area in the place where there were um, uh, sweet, wonderful, uh, fragrant um, spices and zanim. What does that mean, zanim? My besamim zanim. Ask the Gemara. Well, two approaches. Rebbe Lazar, we underline Amar zini zini. There were lots of different, fantastic, uh, nice, strong smells. Kamar uh, Shumar Nachmeni, we underline Amar. Uh, they were actually different diamonds, besam. You know why they're called besamim vizanim? Because they're besamim spices. Shekolamiriach bahen. Bali Dezima could be because of like the intensity of the aroma of the spiritual pleasure that that's associated with that. If it's used negatively, could lead one to immorality. Okay, the pasuk in Yirmiyahu, um, pasuk says Kikaru Shucha Lakteni Upachem Tamnu Laragli. So uh, that pasuk um, talking about. I guess Yirmiyahu, they dug out for me a uh, like a pit to trap me, and um, like uh, uh, secret uh, traps try to uh, uh, they 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 left in hiding for me to accidentally step in. Like what is that referring to? Rabbi Amar, what were they chayshed uh, Yirmiyahu for? Uh, whether they really thought it or didn't, but this is what they accused him of: shechashdu mi zayna that he had fooled around with a zayna. Shubar nachmeni underline Amar shechashdu mi eishasish. They were actually chayshed. He was with somebody else's wife. Okay, bishlamai squiggle on the bishlama, and four lines later, last word line is another bishlamai squiggle underline that. Here's the first. All is well according to the opinion. It says that what were they suspect? What did they, obviously not rightfully, what did they claim they were suspect year me for? Well, then it kind of makes sense when the Paschal Tanakh says, Kishucha Amuka is a Zaina. Like the deep Shucha, uh, maybe of uh, what we call hell, um, is Zaina. Um, okay, if they say that what the people had suspected, maybe it was rumors that were spread that uh, Jeremiah had a relationship with a, another man's wife, my shucha, then what's the lesson of shucha? How, how does that fit in? Well, just because she's married to another guy, it might be a different level of this, sir, but it still would fall under the general category of a zaina. That they suspected of being with a married woman, then it makes sense that the Pasuk in Yirmiyahu, it's actually the next Pasuk, uh, Yirmiyahu, uh, chapter 18, Pasuk Chaf Gimel, um, Pasuk says, 
ואתה השם ידעת אז כל עצסם עליהן, you oh lord know all of their, their plans and their schemes and their counsel upon me too that they wanted למוס and I don't want למוס to kill me. אוקיי, okay, that's fine for that man דאמר. אלא למאן דאמר שחשדו מזיינה, מי למוס, what exactly is he uh, going to be killed for? Uh, that's not a, a death punishment. Um, another man's wife is, it's not recommended to be with a zayna, but it's not something um, that could be uh, put to death for. Well, uh, here's what they're talking about. Another story in Sefer Yermiel, Shashrichu, Leber Tith, where they uh, threw him into a tar pit, um, obviously trying to uh, have him die. Period. Darash Rava, as long as we're on the Pesukim, Rava says, My dear Siv, how do we understand this Pasuk? Uh, that says, So let them be uh, made like a, a mikshal, as a stumbling block to stumble uh, before you. At the uh, time of your anger, please, really like bring it down on them. Even when the evil people uh, give charity, you know what Jeremiah had uh, wished for? That they should give their charity away to people who are not really fitting for the cause. Uh, why did Yirmiyah want that? So that they wouldn't even get the schar that someone gets normally when they do a mitzvah, and the mitzvah fulfills uh, what they were trying to do. Let's do a couple more lines. Uh, as long as we're talking about the kings in uh, Judea, back in Dira Yamim, they... Uh, King Chizkiyahu, they, they gave him great honor uh, when he passed away. What they do? They sat in a kolel, ten guys, a whole yeshiva, right next to his kever. How many days was that uh, kolel uh, present at his grave? Three days for Chadamar, shiva was seven days. And there are those who say there was actually shleishim for the uh, 30 days um, afterwards. עד כאן.